First, we are going to take you through the happenings in Bundesliga, which is one of the most talked about football leagues in the world because that is the one that is going on. Then we take you through the starting of a number of leagues, which includes the Premier League, La Liga and the Italian Serie A. Then we will take you through a number of other news from the sporting world, which includes golf, Olympics, as well as some controversies from the sporting world, which includes the likes of the Weightlifting Federation being under, um, being under scrutiny. So, here we go with our first section, which is the Bundesliga. Bundesliga saw some interesting midweek action, which included RB Leipzig in action against FC Cologne. As, the Le- as Leipzig thrashed Cologne 4-2 with the win, Leipzig are now placed third on the table and with 58 points, they are two points clear of the fourth-placed Borussia Mönchengladbach. In the second midweek encounter, it was Frankfurt who defeated Werder Bremen 3-0 in what continues to be a woeful season for the four-time Bundesliga champion Werder Bremen. Bremen at the moment is placed 17th in the table and occupies one of the relegation spots along with the newly promoted Paderborn. Over the weekend, in our big matches, it will be Bayern Leverkusen who will be playing against the league leaders Bayern Munich at 7pm on Saturday. On the other hand, the third-place Leipzig will be playing against the newly promoted Paderborn also at 7pm on Saturday itself. And the inform Hertha Berlin will be against Borussia Dortmund at 10pm on Saturday. Borussia Dortmund, by the way, are placed second in the table at the moment. The matches will be live on Star Sports Select SD2 and Star Sports Select 2. It can also be streamed live on Hotstar. Thank you, Sadat, for giving us that amazing info on Bundesliga. Trust me, being a German football fan, that's the only respite that I have right now as far as watching football is concerned. However, it's just not the Bundesliga. Slowly and steadily, everything around the world of football is coming back to life. And to start off with, UEFA has already announced and requested the European leagues to finish all of the campaigns by August 2nd, as this will enable them to host the Champions League and the Europa League around the rest of the month. Only French League 1 is something that will not be able to complete their season as the French government has put a ban on any sports, any sports even inside closed doors. In other news around the world of football, the English Premier League, which restarts on June 17, 2020, will kick off with Manchester City taking on Arsenal in the first game, while Aston Villa taking on Sheffield United in the other. A total of 92 games are remaining in the league, while most of the games will be played behind closed door at home grounds, but some matches might require a neutral venue. The league is expected to finish by July 25th to 26th. In the FA Cup, which is at the quarterfinal stage. Uh, the games will be played on weekends of June 27 and 28. The semifinals will be played on June, July 18th and 19th, while the final will be played on Saturday, 1st of August. In La Liga, 
Spain's National Sports Council has confirmed that the league will restart on Thursday, June 11th, with Real Betis taking on Sevilla FC. A total of 110 fixtures are still remaining in the in the La Liga and the league is expected to end by the weekend of July 1920, leaving two weeks free in case of any complications. In Serie A, weekend of the July 1920 will see the matches happening, leaving two weeks free in case of any complications. A total of 124 fixtures are remaining, uh, remaining while play will be happening on each weekend and midweek, the season to be completed by August 1st. As far as the final news coming in from Coppa Italia, the Italian FA will play the semi-final which will be between Napoli and uh, Internazionale and Juventus and AC Milan on the weekend of June 13 with the final scheduled on June 17th. Oh, Thanks a lot for taking us through the most important leagues from European football who are going to be back in action and as a football fan and as a fan of sports, I'm really, really glad that they are going to be back and we will be able to enjoy football as earlier not exactly as it was before the lockdown but at least in some form where we can at least see the players playing and we have some action on tv and the ott platforms to look forward to okay now coming to more news from the world of football there has been a number of happenings that has been taking place in india and some have been very very good first of all it is India has got the hosting rights for the 2022 AFC Women's Asian Cup. The decision was taken at the AFC Women's Football Committee meeting. In February, the AFC Women's Football Committee had recommended India to be the host. The tournament will be likely to be held in the second half of the year and will feature 12 teams expanded from the previous slot of 8 teams. India, who is ranked 11th in Asia, qualifies directly as the host. The other news comes from ISL, where Bangalore FC has been awarded the playoff spot for the AFC Cup 2021. It comes in light because ATK relinquished theirs in light of the ATK Mohan Bagan merger. After a lot of discussions on awarding of AFC Champions League and AFC Cup sport, the All India Football Federation decided that three places will be up for grabs to the teams from both the ISL and I League. The table toppers of Indian Super League stage get a direct entry into the group stage of AFC Champions League, while the winners of the I League are given a spot in the group stage of the AFC Cup. Here is the catch the ISL champions get a space in the qualifying stages of the AFC Cup. After the merger between 2019-2020 ISL champions ATK and 2019-2020 I-League champions Mohan Bagan, ATK Mohan Bagan had to choose which spot they would be taking to represent India in the Asian competition alongside FC Goa next season. And ATK Mohan Bagan went for the group stage for a spot in the AFC Champions Cup. Now, what we all were waiting for. There were a number of fixtures of the 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifiers that had been postponed due to the coronavirus. And in good news, which comes from for Indian football, is that the dates for the revised qualifying fixtures have been announced. The Indian football teams postponed 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifying round game against Asian champions Qatar at home was on Friday, rescheduled to October 8th, as the continental body proposed new dates for the matches. India then takes on Bangladesh away on November 12th and hosts Afghanistan on November 17th. The Asian Football Confederation, in consultation with FIFA, announced the proposed match dates for the remaining matches of Round 2 in FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 and AFC 
Asian Cup, China 2023 Asian Qualifiers. These matches were originally supposed to be held in March. Coming to a couple of bizarre incidents that have occurred in the world of football, one such comes out from Portugal, which happened on Thursday. A bus carrying the Benfica football team was toned, uh, breaking the glass and injuring two players after they had played their first game since the coronavirus halted the season. German mid- midfielder Julian Wieg, 24 years of age, and Serbian winger Andrija Zivkovic, 23 years of age, were hit with a, hit with a shrapnel and taken to the hospital uh, to be treated as a precautionary measure. In another good news coming out of the world of football, over 2,000 spectators attended a game in Hungary uh, over the weekend. And this was probably, to my knowledge, the first, uh, the first ever post-COVID game where uh, spectators were allowed. Coming to more news from the sporting world, India has made a very, very affirmative move in terms of selection of the foreign coaches. The SAI, in, its, in one of its directives, have given the leverage or rather the authority to the athletes to have a say in the selection of their foreign coaches in their respective disciplines. Now, in terms of what they can judge their foreign coaches upon is technical acumen, behavioral skills and the results delivered. This has been done by the Sports Authority of India to bring more objectivity into the selection process. I believe, Abhoy, it's a very, very strong and a very, very good move which allows all the athletes to have someone whom they like or whom they feel will fit their way of training as well as enable them in achieving better results in the future. That only time will tell. But I think it is a very, very affirmative move in that sense. That's right, Siddharth. But you know what? With uh, there's uh, with the silver lining, there is a gray uh, gray zone to this as well. I think this will also lead to a lot of situations around favoritism and uh, unnecessary unnecessary complications around the relationship and the uh, coach uh, coach and uh, athlete relationship. But again, let time speak for itself, and let's see how results change or probably improve. Correct, boy. I think there are pros and cons to every process, but we will not know till the time we actually see the results from it. Tennis has always been famous for such a pro- such a procedure, and we have seen that some of uh, some of the greatest superstars have worked with the coaches of their preference and have achieved great results. Now, coming to the Formula One, Formula One is making a return. Formula One is going to come back with the Austrian GP on July fifth, twenty twenty. The revised campaign will start with two races at the Red Bull Ring. The first being the traditional Australian Grand Prix on July 5th and the second race will be held in the following week at the same track. However, this will be known as the Sirma Grand Prix. The Hungarian Grand Prix completes the opening triple header on July 19th as the sports tries to make up the huge amount of time lost when forced to axe on the original planned season back in March. For the Indian fans, The next news is one of the biggest. The BCCI has been reportedly discussing all possible options to hold the 2020 edition of Indian Premier League, even staging the event outside the country. But that is their last resort. The board is looking at all options. If it comes to taking IPL out of India, it may happen, but as the last option. A source from BCCI has recently told ANI, which is one of the major national wires in India. If that's the only option, then we will consider it. We have done it in the past also and we can do it again. But the first preference will be to host the tournament in India, the source added. 
I think the IPL will definitely happen, Siddharth. Uh, the Indian cricketing economy largely depends on the IPL, and does that does not mean that the BCCI and Indian cricket is not self-sufficient to fund it, fund themselves for better prospects. But IPL is not just about the Indian cricket, but it also provides employment opportunities and revenue opportunities to many other many other brands and and people around the country. So I think the 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 hosting of IPL is not just dependent for the restart of cricket, but for many other livelihoods in the country. Moving on from there, a large of large number of international sports are slowly coming back to life. Not that the impact of uh, the coronavirus has reduced, but people are slowly and steadily finding ways to minimize the devastating effect and maintain precautions. But yet, coming back to business, the NBA, which has twenty-two teams, will play will play the league now from a single location in the ESPN Sports Complex based out of Orlando in Florida. The league is set to be completed by October first, so that the twenty twenty one season of the NBA can tip off from December first. Coming back to Indian golf. Uh, Rashid Khan, Aditi Ashok, and Diksha Dagar have been nominated for the prestigious Arjuna Award. While Rashid is the highest-ranked Indian men's professional golfer, who's the only one to be under 200, uh, 200 in the world, uh, Aditi Ashok is the only Indian to have been playing in the ladies' professional golf tour in the U.S. While uh, Diksha Dagar, silver medal winners in the 2017 Def Olympics, and uh, also was the winner of the Women's South Africa Open. As we all know, that the business of sports has taken one of the major hits in its history which we are able to see in terms of the losses that each of the companies is facing many of the major clubs have announced that they have had millions of dollars of losses one of them is one of the major premier league clubs tottenham hotspur tottenham hotspur has predicted losses of around 200 million pounds over the next year due to the coronavirus pandemic tottenham has received a 170 million some 175 million pound which is equals to 220 million dollars loan from the bank of england to help them through the coronavirus crisis as the club predicted losses of 200 million pounds over the next year spurs's finances will be damaged by the loss of match day and hospitality income cancellation of non football events such as nfl matches and concerts and rebates owed to television broadcasters in more sad news that is coming from the world of business of sports the international olympic committee is in talks with insurers over being compensated for the postponed tokyo olympic games an open discussion has begun with insurance brokers the ioc's olympic games operations director said on thursday the aim is to try and fight the right level of compensation to help us bear the cost of having to wait another year the ioc pays for insurance against cancellation of an olympics but it has been unclear if its policy covers the one year postponement forced by the coronavirus pandemic i don't think that there is a the real worry isn't about really the postponing of the olympics sadar i think there's a large possibility the olympics being cancelled if i were to believe with what recent reports suggest from one of the vps of the tokyo uh, olympics mr toshiaki endo who says that it's too early to discuss whether to go ahead with the postponed games or not i think coronavirus has deeply impacted the world of sports with olympics being probably one of the most decorated and the most awaited uh, quadrennial sports event that happens in the world and given the current uh, uncontrollable stage nature of the pandemic uh, pandemic and the fact that it doesn't look very we don't look anywhere near a vaccines invention we'll have to wait and watch whether the olympics will even happen or not however the good news that comes in 
as far as relief measures for the coronavirus impact is concerned, is, com- is coming from the French football and the Italian football federations, where the French football, where both the federations have agreed to provide financial support packages to the lower level leagues, the women's and amateur football in their respective countries. As far as the French Football Federation is concerned, a total of around 30 million euros is to be distributed among 14,000 amateur football clubs in addition to an already distributed 86 million uh, euros and a further amount between 8 8 million to 10 million euros have been allocated for women's football uh, for both uh, the French football uh, French football as well as the regional leagues and districts that govern the women's game in, in France. Abhay, when we talk about sports, don't you feel it's like a fully packed Bollywood action movie? There is emotion, there is action on the field, off the field, there is there is a hero and then there will be a villain and then there will be someone to love these heroes like our fans do. I think that is what makes sports beautiful. And after talking so ex- so much extensively about all the action that is going on the field, we should come and talk about some of the action that is going off the field, which often constitutes to controversies. So first controversy comes from India, where India's top golfer Rashid Khan has said that the Delhi Golf Association or the Delhi Golf Course is hurting his Olympic preparations by not allowing him entry for practice and he's left with no option but to approach the government for intervention. While other golfers in the country resumed their training after coronavirus, Rashid is unable to practice with DGC continuing uh, with DGC continuing to deny him access to the course despite easing of restrictions by the government. The two-time Asian Tour winner Rashid was banned by the DGC in January 2018 along with a group of golfers from practicing at the course due to disciplinary issues. Now coming to more controversy from India, we now head towards weightlifting where the case of Sanjita Chanu has made the headlines for, I think, two and a half years now. The case has been going on since 2017. So, now as per the current reports, it says that two-time Commonwealth gold medalist Sanjita Chanu is set to demand compensation from the International Weightlifting Federation for causing her mental harassment as she still awaits the final verdict of her long-running dope case. Chanu's case, which has been marred by several anomalies, and administrative goof-ups has been dragging on since she tested positive for anabolic steroid testosterone in November 2017. You know what, Siddharth, what you need to realize is that this claim for compensation and harassment by Sanjita Chanu has come under the wake of a scathing report which has been published or submitted by Professor Richard McLaren, who is who is who has been hired by the International Weightlifting Federation as an independent uh, authority to analyze and uh, observe uh, the operational discrepancies during uh, during Tamas Ayan's reign uh, as the president of the International Weightlifting Federation. What he has said and uh, reported in his report is that a total of $10.4 million uh, misappropriation of funds has been found and along with that around 40 covered up doping cases. What also is very very uh, startling is that most of these covered up doping cases include gold and silver medalists from tournament. Now what I wonder is that how many of our gold and silver of the world's gold and silver medalists actually deserve to earn that medal on natural and raw power. 
Yes, boy, it's completely correct because I think McLaren's report cannot be taken lightly because McLaren is known for busting such corruption cases in federations in particular because he was the one whose whose report in 2006 led to the ban of the Russian athletes from any kind of international athletics competition on the account of the doping case regarding the banned uh, banned drug called meldonium. Now before we close our show for this week some interesting news coming in from the world of chess to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the first ever earth versus space clash on June 9 Russian grandmaster Sergey Karjikin uh, who's also known to be the youngest grandmaster ever in the world and the former former rapid and blitz world champion is going to represent uh, re- represent earth as he takes on cosmonauts Anatoly uh, Ivanishin and Ivan Wagner who will be playing from the international space station this is the only third earth versus space competition that has happened in the world however uh, with the second one happening uh, happening uh, in uh, 2008 when nasa partnered with the us chess federation so that's all from this episode of the sports this week please do not forget to leave your comments about this episode on www.sportanatic.com and do not forget to like our page sportanatic.podcast on facebook and follow us on instagram and twitter as sportanatic1 Till we meet again next week. This is Abhay and Siddharth signing off. Goodbye.